Hello and welcome to episode 13 of The Research Field, the podcast from Chagas for everyone interested in agriculture, crops, the environment, food, horticulture, forestry and rural development research in Ireland. Presented by me, science journalist Sean Duke, and produced with Katrina Boyle, Science Communication and Outreach Officer at Chagosk. Well, the United Nations General Assembly has declared 2020 as the International Year of Plant Health in order to raise global awareness about how protecting plant health is vital to ending hunger, protecting the environment and boosting our economies. Helen Grogan is a horticulture research officer with Chagosk based at the Ashtown Research Centre. When I caught up with Helen recently, she told me about the various threats to plant health here in Ireland, the efforts underway here and at EU level to combat these threats, and why the success of these efforts is vital for us all. Hi, Helen. Hi, I'm Sean. How are you? Not too bad, thanks. So maybe we could start. Just give me an overview, if you could, Helen. Uh, what, what's the International Year of Plant Health all about? Well, the International Year of Plant Health, it's all about raising awareness of the need to protect our plants uh, from undesirable pests and diseases, and especially from those that don't normally occur in the country or region where we are and that could potentially be accidentally introduced. Uh, And how can these, say, undesirable pests or diseases, how, how could they be accidentally introduced into Ireland? Well, there's two major routes that could they could come in by. The one would be international travel, um, and the second would be global trade. And these are things that have increased dramatically over the last number of years. Um, so take tourism, for example. Uh, travellers to foreign destinations, myself included, uh, sometimes you might be taken um, by surprise by some of the fantastic plants that are in these uh, exotic countries, and you might want to bring one home with you. But in fact, that's something that you really shouldn't be doing because potentially these plants that you would bring in from abroad uh, with a bit of soil attached or a cutting that you might want to grow they could harbour pests and diseases that aren't naturally occurring in the in the place where you're living and they could then escape out into the wild um, and potentially infect our crops and our forests um, or the wider environment so not not a good thing to be doing. Right so so that's interesting so soil on the shoes is could be a way for them to come in. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. No, soil on shoes is a, is a, a significant way that uh, uh, soil-borne pa- pests and pathogens can come in. For example, there was a case recently where um, uh, there was a new disease identified on a golf course in Dublin um, that that wasn't. Uh, like any other disease that they had found before. Um, and when they analysed it, they found it was uh, very similar, in fact, identical to a, a pest that occurred in California uh, on a golf course in California. Um, and this is a, a case where the soil on the shoes of the golfer who visited a golf course in Dublin um, ha- was accidentally transmitted a new uh, pest to that golf course in Ireland. So you can see how important it would be for tourists uh, abroad when coming back home Home to make sure that they clean any soil off their shoes or boots, particularly if they've been out in the, in the wild or in forests or on farms even, um, you know, because potentially they could be bringing in new pests and diseases into the country. Just on global trade, like we do know it's might be in a little hiatus at the moment, but it's going to come back, obviously. Uh, there's more global trade going on. How does that threaten plant health? Well, um, global trade uh, indeed is one of the major pr- 
possible sources of, of bringing in new new pests and diseases into the country. Um, because, for example, we would have fairly big businesses uh who will be growing up plants for sale, plants for planting, we call them. Um, so nurseries uh, across the world who will be bulking up plants and selling them to other nurseries around the world. Um, and so these plants are moving around uh, across borders to be planted out in the, in the country, in the new country uh, where they're de- destined to be. And are, are there, say, other ways that you haven't mentioned that pests and diseases could accidentally come into Ireland? Another way they can get in is in packaging, for example. So a lot of goods come into the country in in wooden crates or on wooden pallets, um, and these can uh, these are made of wood. And if they haven't been treated, they could harbour pests and fungi, for example, that live on that wood. Um, and once they're landed, then at the destination port. Uh, um, escape out into the environment or if they're transported onward to another destination uh, they can uh, accidentally escape into the environment on en route. Um, similarly uh, deliveries of let's say fruit and vegetables, fresh fruit and vegetables which can come from all over the world. Sometimes you get um, insects and, and, and pathogens uh, present on that material and again uh, they can't get uh, they could accidentally be released out into the environment. And it's for that reason that the Department of Agriculture, for example, would have plant health inspectors um, at all of the ports and airports uh, in the country to inspect this material that could potentially harbour um, pests and diseases that could threaten um, our, our vegetation. Ash dieback, uh, maybe explain that and why we need to be wary of it. Ash dieback is actually um, uh, very important at the moment. We we can probably see in the in the hedgerows and fields around Ireland lots of ash trees dying, um, and this uh, problem arose uh, sort of around about two thousand and twelve. Prior to that, there was uh, quite a big expansion of plantation or plant, planting broadleaf trees, for example. Um, and so there was a, a big demand for ash saplings. And normally in Ireland, we would plant native Irish ash into our Irish uh, forests. But at that time, because demand was so high, uh, it couldn't be met. And so imports were brought in from Europe. Uh, ash saplings were imported from Europe. Um, and a couple of years later, what happened was a number of forests that had been planted with saplings imported from Europe started to show uh, these symptoms of, of ash dieback. Um, and unfortunately, when uh, the problem arose, it was found that not only the ash in the plantations had suffered, but also ash in hedgerows and fields nearby had been infected. So this disease actually escaped very, very quickly out into our natural environment. Um, and ash, as you know, is very important to the Irish um culture and heritage and our, our hedgerows and so this is really a particularly devastating disease to be encountering in Ireland at the time at, at the moment. Now what are we doing in Ireland uh, and Europe to protect from threats like the way you've des- the ones you've described uh, and you know future ones that might come come in try to come in? What we're doing at the moment, so in Ireland we would have the plant health laboratory run by the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine and so their remit is to um, look to monitor uh, what pests and pathogens are a threat to to Ireland in particular, but they would also the department would also be linking in very closely with the European Plant Protection Organisation, and together uh, 
there are rules and regulations being implemented to try and protect Europe from um, these uh, pests and pathogens that aren't aren't here at the moment or that are coming in and we're trying to to eradicate them so there will be programs of eradication of anything new that's coming in and and from 2019 uh, there has been um, the introduction of plant passports now for plants that are being moved between businesses so we do recognize that this these plants for planting that move between uh, businesses um, are uh, quite a significant route for the transmission, for the accidental movement of pests and pathogens. And so now all plants moving between businesses have to have a plant passport stating where it's come from. And if by chance it happens to be a species that would, let's say, support xylella, then a country that doesn't have xylella like ourselves and Britain, for example, can put in that they are a a xylella-free zone, a protected zone. Um, And into the future, perhaps uh, nurseries that are buying plants might look to be importing plants from from, uh, zones that don't have these pests normally. Um, And so Ireland will be looking to try and get um, protected zone status uh, with regards to xylella and also to xanthomonas. And for plant passports uh, and all the other things, uh, you know, that people need to watch out for, I mean, is that not a burden now on plant producers in Ireland and Europe? It is, but when we see the very serious economic and social uh, impacts that it can have, you know, ash dieback uh, is now present in all counties in Ireland. Uh, There's a lot of forest Foresters have suffered losses because they've had to have their forests eradicated. They maybe get some compensation, but it certainly doesn't compensate for um, what they would have been planning for uh, into the future. So it can cause um, extreme hardship for individuals. Um, Similarly, in Italy, you know, the olive farmers in the south of Italy have been devastated by um, xylella. So uh, I think in the interest of not only uh, food security, but also uh, for biodiversity um, around the world, we need to be much more mindful of how important it is uh, to take the same precautions um, with our plants as we do with ourselves and and infectious diseases of ourselves. And what what would you say to somebody who might think, oh, it's not really up to me to try and protect plants and plants have nothing to do with my life? Well, it is because plants, uh, we rely on plants. 80% of our food comes from plants and all of the oxygen in the air that we breathe comes from plants. So we're very, very dependent on plants for our um, survival. Um, And so it's in all of our interest to take personal responsibility um, to make sure that we keep um, our plants as healthy as possible. And that means being aware that pests and diseases can cause very severe damage and that sometimes our actions can, can contribute to that. Thanks very much, Helen. That's all for this episode. As ever, we'd be delighted to get your feedback, suggestions or comments. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please email me, Sean Duke, presenter of The Research Field at seancduke at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show, then please rate and review it on the iTunes podcast platform podcast is also available on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts and Radio Public. I'd like to wish you all good health until we meet here again. Until then, goodbye from all of us here at The Research Field.